Well, good morning, Fusion City Church. How are we doing? You guys good this morning? Feeling good? All right, to all the moms in the room, I know you've probably heard it a couple times already, but I haven't said it yet. So happy Mother's Day to all of you. We, we love you. We appreciate you. And today we're going to talk all about you. Now, if you know me, and if, if you don't know me, my name is Brian. I'm one of the pastors here. And if you do know me and you're a mother, that might make you nervous, <laughs> actually, because oftentimes when we talk about any particular group of people, is we talk about how we as that particular group of people can be more like Christ. And for a lot of us and, and for, for all of us, actually, that's a, that's a lifelong continual process of becoming more like Christ. And so when we talk about becoming more like Christ, um, it's usually, here's what's wrong with you. Um, but fear not, that, that's not our message today. Actually, today, mothers, I, I want to I show the rest of us, uh, through the, actually even through the lens of Scripture, how much like God you already are. You good with that? Can we, just, can we just make you like Christ-like this morning? If you're a mom, we'll just call you Christ-like and be good with that. Is that cool? Can we do that? All right, that, that's, that's the direction that we're going today because I believe that all of us, mothers, fathers, children, singles, whatever, all of us, um, we're, we're created in the image of God to be something that resembles God. And we'll talk a lot about that not only today, um, but throughout the remainder of the series as well. It's going to be a recurring theme. You'll see that show up um, each week during this series called Family Talk. And we're going to talk all about the family uh, throughout this series. We're going to take a look at what it looks like to be a good kid. We're going to take a look at what it looks like to be a good parent. We're going to talk about what it looks like to be a good mom today and what, what it looks like to be a good father on Father's Day and a good dad and husband and all the other kind of stuff. It's going to be a really fun series. We've got six weeks of this, and so you're going to want to make plans to be here for all six weeks so that you don't miss the part where we talk about what's wrong with everybody else in your family, all right? So, you, so one of the weeks will be specific to you, and then all the other weeks will be how everybody else is messed up, and so you don't want to miss that because you've got to have some ammo for those in-family fighting, right? Like, oh, you remember what Pastor Brian said? He said that you're a, and if you weren't here, you won't know what the you are is. So you got to make plans to be with us. So in, in order to, to kind of get some, some framework for the, the Mother's Day message, I, I asked a question to Facebook this week. If you ever want to know opinions about anything, Facebook is the place to go. Everybody's got an opinion. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, the post that, that I'm, I think I had, like, I don't, I don't count them. I don't get hung up on that. I think I had, like, 90-something comments on, on the post that I made this week. And here was the question that I asked. Here's the question. All of us know that there is such a thing as unwritten rules. There just are. There's just things that nobody wrote it down. It's not a law. It's not a command. Nobody, there's no, you know, legislation around any of the things. But it's just whether either common courtesy or something. We know that to be true. And then I asked, which unwritten rule, when it goes broken, upsets you or angers you the most? And boy, did y'all respond. My first response is, wow, man, people really pay attention to my Facebook post. That was thought number one. And the second thought was, well, we got some angry people that go to Fusion City Church. Uh, that, that more so than people pay attention to my post. I think it was just a, a great outlet for all of us to be able to express the, the rules that we wish everybody would follow, whether they're written or not. Uh, some of my favorites were, um, like, if you're, if you're in line at the grocery store and, you know, you, get, you put the divide, like, got the belt, and then you put the divider thing, and then there's some space. Like, leave some space. Like, there's, there's, there should be an unwritten personal space rule. Uh, for those of you that, that know me, I like, I like personal space. I don't like, you guys know the close talkers? Like they get like here, either because they can't hear or because they don't understand personal space. Unwritten rule. 
right? One, one of the others, um, and, and uh, this one I saw a couple different times show up in the feed, and I, I attribute it to a southern thing. But when there's a funeral procession going down the road, like you pull over to the side, like, and I see all the southerners are nodding their head, and all the anchors are going, what's he talking about? Right? We're glad you're here. We love you. Jesus loves you, even though you were born on the wrong side of the Mason-Dixon line. All right? it says, he still loves you, and we do too. But in the south, when there's a funeral procession with somebody being on their way from maybe the, you know, the, the, the funeral home to the cemetery, if we see that, and we, man, we, we elicit uh, police officer help, and we give you an escort, and we stop traffic because we believe that, that, that you know, it's a time of mourning for you, and the last thing you want to deal with is traffic, right? When, when you're mourning. And so that's a, that's a southern hospitality thing, and we like that. Um, I didn't put mine on the post because I wanted to save it for today. Uh, and here's, here's my personal unwritten rule. This pertains specifically to the men. Uh, since we're talking about mothers today, I figured I'd have something specific for the, for the men folk in the room. And it's urinal etiquette. Um, if you're in a men's room that has urinals side by side ladies you may never ever even seen a urinal but there's things they hang on the wall and they're usually in a row all right and if I'm using one urinal if you come in you have to leave at least one urinal space for the urinal that you decide to use do not come into the bathroom where I'm using the urinal and use the urinal right beside of me it's rude and while we're while we're there don't talk to me like, that is, that's my own personal private time. Like, I don't, I don't need you. I don't need conversation. I'm there to do business, right? And then I'm getting out. Like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to have a conversation. So pick one at least two, two urinals away, and then don't talk to me, all right? And here's another one I think is pretty, uh, traffic stuff kept showing up. If somebody lets you out in front of them in traffic, you are required, though there is no legislation, I think there should be. We have some police officers that attend church here. Y'all should start pulling people for this. If they don't give you the wave, I think they should get pulled over and get a ticket for that, right? That should, that should be a written rule, though it's not. You know, all of us know that there are some things that are unwritten, that they're just things that we, we know or we feel like people should know, but they're not written down anywhere. And so this week, in preparing to, to write a message all about moms on Mother's Day, you know, I, I felt like I remembered seeing in Scripture, in the Bible, lots and lots and lots and lots of commands and, and, and stuff in the Bible specifically to moms. And you want to know what I found out? I was wrong. Like, I thought, hey, I'm going to write a Mother's Day message, and so I'll, that'll be easy. I'll just go to the Bible, and I'll find everything that the Bible says about how moms are commanded to love their children and how they're commanded to respect their children and provide for them and do all this stuff. Like, I'll go find all the verses that tell mom all the things that she's supposed to do. I'll read those verses. I'll tell moms, here's what you're supposed to do, and then we'll pray, and everybody will go home. You want to know what I found out? In Scripture. There are, there's no command for mothers to love their children. There's no command in Scripture for mothers to respect their children. There is no command in Scripture for mothers to provide for those children. If you want to take some notes, there's, there's something good to write down. You can write down. There's, here's three things that are not in Scripture. Right? Normally, pastors don't preach from what's not in Scripture. We, we say, here's what's in Scripture, and go do it. But, but in Scripture, for mothers, no command to love, no command to respect, no command to provide for your children. Well, let me ask you a question. 
isn't that something that we expect from every mother? If you had a good mom, didn't she do all of those things? Didn't she make you feel loved? Didn't she show you respect? Didn't she provide and care for you? Do you have like this? Now, I know in a room this size with this many people, not all of us had great moms. And if you didn't have a great mom, it was probably because she didn't make you feel loved or show you respect or provide for you in the way that you felt like you should have been provided for. There are all these expectations that we have of mom, isn't there? But where are the commands in Scripture? Like if, if, this is, if this is who a mom is supposed to be, and if the Bible encompasses and covers everything that we need to, to live out our lives as followers of Christ and adherence to the authority and the word of God, then where are the commands in Scripture for moms to love their children, to provide for their children, to respect their children? And here's, here's what I'm learning as I, as, as I kind of grow up in the faith, as I continue to mature as a, as a follower of Christ and as a believer and, and adherent to the authority of the word of Scripture. Here, here's, or the authority of Scripture. Here's, here's what I find. That for every role that I, that I hold as a, as a husband and as a father and as a friend and as a pastor and all, a son and all the other things that I hold, there's something about that particular role that communicates a truth about God. And the same thing is true for the mothers in our lives. That there is something about being a mom that communicates a picture of God to your children and to the rest of the world. And the reason that there's no commands in scriptures for moms to to love their children or to provide for their children or to respect their children is because it doesn't have to be. Because it's just who moms are, aren't they? See, if you had a great mom, if you had a great mom, you think that she's the best mom ever, don't you? Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. You don't have to, don't don't disagree with me because you'll be wrong. Like, I I know that I'm right. If you had a good mom, you think that she's the best mom, the best mom ever. And do you know why you think your mom is the best mom when there's so many other people that think their mom is the best mom? Because you know you. And your mom was loving and she did provide and she did show you respect and she did all the things that good moms are supposed to do in spite of who you are. Didn't she? And who knows you better than you? Nobody. And you know how far you pushed. And you know how hard you made it. And you know all the evil, wicked things that you did that either she caught or didn't. Yet still, though there's no command in Scripture for her to do it, there was no biblical mandate that mom was living by. She still made you feel loved. She still showed you respect, and she still provided and cared for you. You want to know why? You want to know why? Let me, uh, let me read it. And at first, this might not, make, may, might not make sense, but I'll explain it. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. 
Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Could it, could it be that the reason that we have the expectations for mom that we do is because mom is God's image bearer to us? So here's, what, here's what it means to be an image bearer. An image bearer means that I am to reflect the image of God. And so moms, here's, here's, the, here's, the, here's the push for moms. There is something that God wants your children to know about him that he has commissioned and put inside of you to be the image bearer of. In other words, there's something God wants your children to see that they're only going to see through you. There's something that God wants them to know about himself that they're only going to find out through you. And I know that when we, when we talk about God, we, we, we think of him as father and the, the Bible refers to him as our heavenly father. And over and we talk about the, the Trinity in church, it's the, the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. And there's lots of, of fatherly talk as it pertains to God. But there are numerous accounts, numerous verses in scripture where God demonstrates something that he wants us to know about him in terms of things that we would only understand about a mom. And I wanted to, to give you uh, several of those. I'm going to read four of them for us this morning so that we have an understanding of what it means to, to view God through the lens of our mothers. Are you ready for this? Moms as God in Scripture. Moms, you're going to want to write these down and refer back to them later. Remember, remember when Pastor Brian said I was God-like? All right, these are the verses. All right, here they are. Are you ready for them? Number one, Isaiah chapter 49, verse 15. God, speaking through Isaiah, says, Can a woman forget her nursing child, that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb? He said, Even if a mom could forget, even if these may forget, yet I will not forget you. Here's what God's saying. You know the way that, like, you're always mama's baby? Like, she's never going to see you as the grown-up that you think you are? She's never going to forget you. She's never going to stop caring the way that a mother cares. She's never going to stop having the compassion that mothers have for their children. God says, I'm like that. I'm like that too. I'm never going to forget you. And I'm never going to stop having compassion. And I'm never going to stop caring for you. And you're never going to stop being my child. As long as you live and no matter what you do, you can always come home. Remember the prodigal son last week we talked about him or two weeks ago? That's, God says, I'm, I'm like that. And you want to know the best earthly picture of that? It's your mom. Your, the way your mom feels about you, I feel that way too. You'll like this one. Hosea chapter 13, verse 8. I will fall upon them like a bear robbed of her cubs. I will tear open their breasts and there I will devour them like a lion. As a wild beast would I rip them open. Y'all ever heard of the mama bear? Y'all like, ever heard of mama say, I'm about to go mama bear on them? 
Y'all know what happens when you mess with mama's kids? What happens? Like a, like a, what is that? I will tear open their, y'all ever seen a mad mama? After you mess with one of their kids? I picked on a kid in elementary school and, and got his mom. Like it was not, it did not go well for me. You know, there's, there's this other verse in scripture and we, we, we reference it every now and then. It's over in uh, Romans chapter 12. I think it's like verses 19, 20, 21. But it says that we don't have to worry about getting revenge on people because vengeance is mine, says the Lord. You guys ever heard that? You know, I think oftentimes we, we lose sight of that. We don't, we don't quite completely understand what it means that, that vengeance is mine, says the Lord. But I think here in Hosea, God did a great job of illustrating for this for us. That when other people come after you, when other people hurt you and do you wrong, you don't have to worry about taking up for yourself. Why? Because God is like a mama bear. That, that completely reframed it for me. I, like I, didn't, I don't think I've ever, I know I've read that verse, never focused on it or studied it this week. But God as mama bear really helps me feel good about the protection that I have in him. Amen? That's good stuff, isn't it? God says the same way that your mom gets angry when people pick on you or mess with you or persecute you or hurt you, I feel the same way. Your mom's a lot like me. You want to you know how I feel about you getting hurt? Look at how your mom feels when you get hurt. That's how God feels. Luke chapter 13, verses, or verse 34. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. The city, watch this, like Jerusalem, you're jacked up. The city that kills the prophets and stoned those who were sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings and you were not willing. Here again, a picture of God saying, you want to know how I feel about you? Like you kill the prophets and you stone people and you're evil and you're wicked and you're terrible and you're horrible. But man, if you would just let me, I'd be like, I'd be like the mother hen. Come here, little children. Come here, little chicks. Just gather around and I'll put you under my wings and I'll, I'll care for you and I'll protect you. And yet again, God says, you, you want to know the, the best picture of me on earth? as it pertains to how I feel about protecting and caring for you and how you can never do so much wrong that you can never come back. Look, look, look at your mother. Look, look at the mother hen, how she, how she gathers. God says, that's, that's how I feel about you. And if you want to see it, you can look at your mom and how you're always welcome back to her. If she's a good mom, you're always welcome back. Now, there's always a place for, for retribution and reconciliation with mom. Why? Because she's compassionate. She's like a, she's like a mother hen. God says, you know what? I'm, I'm the same way. There's always a path back to God for reconciliation and redemption. Isaiah, last one. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 13. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. And you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Again. It's the same idea. God wants to say, you know, that all that compassion and all that love and all that good stuff, all the warmth, all the nurturing that you feel from mom, God says, I, I'm like that. And, and I wanted you to see that. So here's what I did as God. Is I took my image and I put it inside of mothers. And while all of them may may not be great mothers and, may, and, may, and all of them may not be great image bearers and all of them are going to get it wrong on occasion because 
That's just what humans do. We get stuff wrong. But God says, there's something that you know about mom. And you know it so innately and so naturally that I didn't have to write down commands for your mom to love you. And I didn't have to give you commands for for moms to, to care for you. Because it's just something that she's going to be. It's just her nature. You want to know why it's her nature? Because it's my nature. And my image is in her. So if you want a, a big idea, kind of a, a main thought for the, our time together here today is this. It's the unwritten expectations for mothers are the image of God in her for us to see. That's a little bit lengthy, so I'm going to read it again. The unwritten expectations for mothers, all that thing that we expect mom to be, those things are the image of God in her. It's put there for us to see so that we could better understand him. Let me talk to the moms for a minute. Do you feel the weight of that? Mom, moms, mothers, do you guys, do you guys feel the weight of that responsibility? Because you should. You have an obligation as, as a Christ-following, Bible-adhering mom that there are some things that God wants to demonstrate to your children that the only person responsible for communicating that to them is you. I, I want to let that linger for a minute. It's a little, I, I can, it, it feels heavy and it, and it should because there's a responsibility that you have as a mom to, to bear that weight. You are God's image bearer. Now, I know that God has not called every woman to be a mother. Some he has, some he hasn't. But all of us have a mom, right? Anybody here not have a mom? Like that, that, that's a kind of a weird poll. Like all of us have a mother of some sort or had if they've gone to be with Christ. And as we, as we think back and as we look back, and I would, I would argue that we should, as we go forward, begin to look for the things that we see in her and ascribe those attributes to God. All the things that we feel from her, all the things that we, that we notice about mom that make us feel good. The Bible tells us in James chapter 2 that all good things come from God. They're good gifts from him given to us. And one of the good gifts that God has given us are good mothers so that we can see the image of him in her. Right? Tracking with that? I talk kind of fast. Did you get it? That's good, right? God wants you to see him in your mom. And that's why he put her there. And if you had a good mom, you should praise God for her. As a matter of fact, there's not a command for her to, to honor or respect you as her, as, as her children. But, but guess what? There's one going the other way, right? Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3, it says, children. That's, that's all of us unless you ain't got a mom, all right? Children. Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. Watch this. That it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. You see, children, your expectations for mom are that she be Christ to you. You you tracking with that? 
Like here, here's what we expect of mom. Love me. Provide for me. Doesn't matter how much I mess up, you still got to love me. Like that's the expectations for mom. For her to be God-like to us. Now I talk to her about her responsibility. Like that's, that's a weight that falls on the shoulders of every mom, of every kid everywhere. All right? Regardless of their age. It's to love them the way that Christ loves them. And that's a huge responsibility. But we as the children looking to our mothers, have this responsibility. Man, can we just cut on some slack? Like it's a big job to try and be God, you know what I mean? It's a little hard, it's a little difficult. Probably not going to get it right all the time. But there's a command for us, though, as those children, to, to honor our fathers and our mothers, that, that it may go well with us. Do you know what that means? That means you honor your father and mother, and then God will bless you. Do you know one of the best ways that God will bless you by honoring your father and your mother? Is that if you grow up with the the mentality that it is my job as a Christ-following son or daughter to honor my mother and my father, that that if you grow up doing that, guess what? You have tremendous influence over your children. We're going to talk about that in a couple of weeks. But as you honor your father and mother, you influence your children as to what it looks like to honor father and mother. Which means when your parents are gone and you are now the the aged mother and father who have demonstrated for your children what it looks like to honor mother and father, guess what you get? You get honor from your children because you demonstrated that to them with your parents. You get that? Here's what God says. Obey and honor that it may go well with you. So, so if, I could, if I could offer an application, here, here's what we do with this message today. Can, can we just cut mom some slack? Can we, can we extend some grace for when she fails to be God? It, it seems ridiculous to say it, but, but it's the truth. God, God didn't give her any commands because that's just who she is. She's like him. She's called to be him to us. The least we could do is cut her some slack when she doesn't get it right. And what that does is it creates this this trickle-down effect of fathers and mothers who were honored by kids who will be honored by their kids, who will be honored by their kids, honored by by theirs. Who doesn't want that? And the promise of Scripture is if we'll honor our father and mothers, that we'll be honored. That it may go well with you and that you'll live long in the land. So, so here's, here's my, my charge to us, church, as we celebrate moms on this day. And let's, let's love them back. Let's try to be God to them because we're going to talk in just a couple of weeks about how we get to see God in children. And if you're a parent, you know you've never felt more, you've never understood God more as a parent, as a father, as a heavenly father, as a heavenly mother, than when you became, when you became a parent, right? We're going to talk about it in a couple of weeks. But for today, for moms, man, we love you. We love you, moms. We, we love you here at Fusion City Church, and we want to do whatever we can to partner with you to help you be more God-like to your families. So let's pray. Let's pray a blessing over our mothers, and let's pray that we, as the children, can learn to honor and love and serve them more completely. Father... Today, it's my hope that as we focus on our mothers today and the huge responsibility that falls on their shoulders to demonstrate your love and your compassion 
and your provision for us. God, you didn't have to write down a command for moms to do those things because it's just who they are. It's who you've called them to be. And while some have failed on a grand scale and others who fail uh, on momentary lapses of, of God-likeness, God, we know that your plan was for us to see and experience more of you through the love of our mothers. So God, today I ask that you would bless each and every one of the women here that you've called to be a mom, that you would impress upon them the responsibility that they have to demonstrate your love to their children, but that God, you would also just embolden them with an extra measure of grace as they know what it feels like to fail. That God, you would support them in that and that you would remind them that, that there's grace even for them as a mom. That they don't have to be perfect because you already are. And you've placed your image in them, not just for us to see, but God, so that they may also be encouraged through your presence. God, we love you so much and we thank you for the hope that we have in you through Jesus, your son. It's in his name we pray. Amen.